Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. So we got about three black males unarmed terrorizing people. Pull your guns, guys! We're going in! Somebody, we taking somebody down today. AR-15? Back up, right? It's <laughs> not rushing judgment. That's uh, exactly. Uh, uh, on South Park, uh, the movie when they had the uh, the Black Brigade, the Black <laughs> what they call it, Operation Dark, <laughs> Operation Dark. <laughs> Put it by your front, by the niggas in the front. He was like, hell no. Right. <laughs> Wait for Tyrone and them to get here. Such a situation. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, we're, 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 we're getting to that. Yeah. Folks. Are you started? Yeah, sorry. I mean, hey. Hey, hey everybody. How's it going? As you already. I don't recall such a question. And then uh, I clicked the button when I didn't get any feedback. So. I do not recall. Uh, so we're uh, we in this bitch. <laughs> Maybe we never left, even though we did leave for a while. Yeah, for a little bit. Uh, it's been what? Oh, uh, yeah. About two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, we're on a good two week clip now. Yeah. Uh, here. But, uh,. I'm gonna go over some shit. You know what it is. This is we ain't found. Shit. We ain't found shit. And we back, motherfuckers. Yes, we are. Back again for the first time. Season two, and then they they take the little mid season break, and they be like, in two weeks we'll be back with new episodes. That's where we at now. In two weeks, and we ain't found shit. So we had like the mid season finale. Then we came, we came back. We came back. Okay, okay. okay. We came back. Yeah. Okay. Surprise, uh, uh, You know what it is? It's your boy Court, aka the infamous one, infamous El Wapo, aka DJ Scratchy, aka Bimbo Skillet, aka the nigga that does this, aka Santa Black Krypton, aka Shooter McGavin, aka Washington Denzel, the Denzel Washington podcast, and what's up, folks? Um, yeah, yeah. Who's Black Krypton? Santa Black Krypton? Who's that? I'm, I'm basically saying Black Superman. Okay, let's let's move on. So that's kind okay. Yo, this is uh, Carl, aka uh, R&B Drive By, aka R&B Charlton. What's yeah. up? Dramatic pause. 
Outside and didn't go in. They're charging him. I want to say it's with neglect, maybe some you know uh, negligent homicide or something. Negligent like homicide, and that's where it is. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Which I believe is deserved, but I also understand. Mm. I mean, he was out good. Like, dude had an AR-15. He had a service pistol. He didn't want to know he probably was gonna die. So, but then again. You know, that's kind of a part of the being a cop, you know. It's putting your life in jeopardy, right? Yeah. Put your life in jeopardy. Right, but uh, they interviewed him, and he said that he actually, you know, of course he got all, all emotional and shit because he's like, those, you know, I, I knew those kids too. Mm-hmm. So basically, he, he, was, he was saying that. Not willing enough to say the lies. I knew him. Right, really. Right. But he was saying that he followed procedure. He said that uh, he was doing what he was supposed to do which I guess was standing outside of school while the shooting was going on you know I don't understand that like you you don't know one you don't know how many shooters there are you can probably him being a cop you can probably tell what type of you know gun was being fired it would make sense you want to wait for backup you know what I'm saying right. but then again you also have a building full of vulnerable people in there that 
need somebody to come and say, what if he had ran across our boy, able to get the drop on him and take him out? You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. You would have, how many people died? Like, was it like 15? 15, I think it's 15 or 18 people. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Could all be still alive right now had you, you know, had some balls. Right. But I can't say like, yeah. putting in the same situation. That That's I what I was thinking too when I was watching the interview. I was like, you know, you know, uh, what would anybody do? Right. You know, if you were put in that situation because these kids walked in, they didn't walk in with these shooters, dude. They walked in heavily armed. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, all, all these guys. It was more than one shooter. There was two of them. No, it was one. It was one? I'm yeah. sorry. I keep thinking about uh, Columbine. Right. Um, it was just one, dude. What happened to the Vegas shooter? That nigga shot like 500,000 people. He's dead. He's dead. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he fucked him up. They shot him at the hotel? No, he shot himself. No, he shot himself. He shot himself. Oh. Yeah, he shot himself. Yeah. Which I think is a bitch ass thing to do too. Well, like, that, that seems to be the motive of mostly the shootings that happen. Yeah, you could have you could have shot yourself without causing all that carnage. You know what I'm saying? Say going guess, down in history. You know, um, people the question that yeah. that people Which don't make never, sense to me either because yeah, like you're exactly. not gonna be here to enjoy it. Well, so. the thing about it is that, is that the question that'll probably never be answered. Uh, Why? Is, yeah. Because they went through his whole background and everything else, and talked to his neighbors. And said he, you know, he was a, he was a nice guy. He was a heavy gambler. I know. Maybe I'm strange, but I feel like at the point where you kill people, it don't really matter why. Like why doesn't? I don't care. You kill people. I don't want to get. It ain't like I'm, we gonna justify it. Like I mean, it's no justification for anything like that. But it's like. Um, I guess this the motive. motive. And then we're trying to figure that's out what most cops look for and look for anyway. It's most fucking crazy. Right. right. And then if we're trying to figure out why, so that we can prevent it in the future, let's just corral all the white people. Right. And we'll get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Round them up. Send them to Utah. Round them up. Put them niggas in the tournament camp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Send them to Utah. Send <laughs> <laughs> Utah. Right. Y'all can take a little. We'll get to the bottom of this shit real quick. Any of you motherfuckers that are cool, well, you can stay. But the rest of you motherfuckers in the and, you know, keep your guns. Y'all can shoot each other and Man. have your wall around Utah. Hell, we'll even throw Wyoming. All that little section of Wyoming, Montana. Y'all can have all that Man, shit. All that dude. shit. Just build a, a good rectangular wall around all them states, man, and y'all go yeah, and shit. The Dakota, the, the Dakota shit, y'all can get them off of the too. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I guess I guess what you know they they, they search his background and a lot of times when there is an a, example of mental illness with, with a person you know they end up usually killing animals and they do shit you know what I'm saying but with this guy and with a lot of the other shooters there is no build up it's like well what the fuck were you thinking you know I don't, I don't think there's a there's any reason that you could give me that could justify it like I've been picked on. It happened much, but it's happened. I've been picked on. I've been laughed at. I've been somewhat of an outcast or an outlier of the you know the popular you know crew at some point in time in my life, and I've never thought about well, since I can't be with y'all, since y'all fuck with me, let me go grab an assault rifle and just kill right, everybody. Right, right, yeah. I've had bad, I've had bad days. I've gotten bad grades. I've been. <laughs> Fired from jobs and been all that shit. Yeah. It never gave a fuck. Like I just I don't get it. Mm. I don't think we I I think specifically, especially with the low number of and man by low, you mean like almost none of like black mass shooters. <clears throat> 
which is one about two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's two of them, but actually, it's actually three. But I think we did the numbers. There's three of them is that one shooting that happened at the neighbor base, right? You know, so it's three compared to like you know 400 white people. But that, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's why I'm like, I don't, I just don't think that we have that kind of like heat in us like that. Like our stuff is more personalized. Like if I'm mad and I'm gonna you know pop somebody, I'm gonna pop the person I'm mad at. Maybe everybody that's at that party or some shit. Uh, yeah, but it's not like yo, I'm finna fuck these strangers up. That don't even make sense to us. Like, right. why I'm gonna fuck up strangers? I, I mean, our shit can usually be explained. Don't get us wrong with that. Justifying the bullshit that folks tend to do in in, in our communities and our and in our in our surroundings, like you know, you know, gang violence or you know, drug violence or shit pertaining to you know the type of shit that we deal with on a day to day basis and shit. But you know, they they sure in the hell love to push that narrative when it comes to us and black on black crime, blah 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 blah. Right. But then when it comes to these types of, of shootings, your Parklands, your Vegas, your uh, the spot down in, in uh, just outside of San Antonio uh, in the church or whatnot. Right. You know, it's the lone wolf. It's uh, instead of calling it what it is, it's terrorism. It's domestic mm-hmm. terrorism. You know what I'm saying? And but when it's black or brown, and there's a pattern. So quick, right? It's always a pattern. Always a pattern. Yeah. Always a pattern. <laughs> except, like you said, except for the dude in Vegas, with him being the exception. All these other motherfuckers have problems. For real. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh boy, with the the, the church shooting in Texas, he beat on his wife. He got kicked out the fucking Navy. You know what I'm saying? He had discipline problems in the service. And then you still get this motherfucker, you know, an assault rifle. You right. know what I mean? So, I, don't know, I think I'm going to give me an AR before they uh, ban them shits completely. They've already, they've already banned the uh, the uh, trying stocks. to fight the bump stocks. You know. I, I've seen different videos. Not that I've been looking or anything like that. It's just kind of uh, some of the things that I've seen that you can get the same effect that you would get from a bump stock from a belt loop. So right. if you shoot from the hip and you use your belt loop and put your finger in there like that, it's just you know. So I just I just I don't see why. Even for honey, why anybody would need it? You know why you would need an AR-15? You know what I'm saying? Only, I mean, only only justification that I've seen, well, to me, is not really that, but they do have these these uh, shooting competitions. I think I watched it on like real sports, something like that, where um, they had these shooting competitions, and a lot of the guys use the AR-15s or whatever. Okay, you know, but. What else are you using for? Right. I mean, but it's not it's not like a long range rifle. Right. Like it's not something that you would want to use if you were hunting deer or ducks or whatever, right? Because it's gonna it's gonna with fuck a, it with up. a duck, it'll definitely blow it the fuck up. Right. With deer. I, I think I hit him. <laughs> I can't tell. It's just no one that was. Robin Robin Downey saying, uh, Tropic Thunder. He talking about, <laughs> he everywhere. <laughs> Listen, he ain't playing God. He's being judged by him. Right. <laughs> um, with the deer, especially if you're hunting for, uh, 
it's your, if you're prizing, like that's gonna fuck the deer up. You know what I'm saying? So you wouldn't use it for that. You would use something that was more long range, had a smaller, you know, uh, a smaller caliber, a smaller caliber, but still could, you know, take deer out. So mm-hmm. I don't get it. Be the only thing you would probably want to use it on out there. It's big game, you know what I'm saying? And here in the states, we don't necessarily have that. You know, the motherfuckers go on those those illegal hunts, uh, right, overseas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Only thing I can see you could really use it for here in the United States is if you were hunting like wild boar. Uh, I don't think you it. can. You can hunt bears, can you? No. Yeah, I don't think so. You can't hunt, you can't hunt bears, but you can hunt boar. Like, it's open season on boar because the populations are, are huge. Crazy and they're right fucking there. up a lot of shit. So. Yeah. Then I was talking, I was like, uh, I was dating this girl that lived in Houston. She had a neighbor that was in the, in the hunt, and I was talking to him about it. He was like, yeah, and with them motherfuckers, you got to shoot them a certain way. Because if you hit them, um, and... They release some sort of like one of their clans releases this gas mm-hmm. that basically makes the the meat you know useless mm. and stinks it, it stinks it up or whatever. So oh wow yeah. So you got you got to hit them a certain way. Like it's like I think it's all just all dome shots when it comes to like you know wild boar. I can't remember that dude's name. Shout out to he ain't listening, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's crazy to me, and like you said, it's, it's few and far between where it's somebody, uh, black or brown, or a person of color who does this shit. But when it does happen, they're so like, mm-hmm. quick to call this shit terrorism. Mm-hmm. So quick. Especially if he happens to be Muslim, or she happens to be Muslim. So quick. Right. So quick. I remember Orlando. They, they, they went with that terrorism narrative from jump. What it really was due being conflicted with himself being gay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, they didn't do the shit with, uh, with this recent one uh, in Virginia. Oh, boy. Nah, he just... And they still can't figure out his motive either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like, he, he, he noted his... His uh, his uh, resignation, you know, he was like, you know, appreciate it, and I, you know, you know, here's my right. notice, I'll you know, you uh, see you exactly, and shoot all of you, right? So right, who knows? You know, I guess I don't know. I, I don't like like you said. He's like, you know, I've had jobs. You know, uh, I've been you know bullied and laughed at. You know, what I'm saying, you know, in, you know, in school, or whatever. Um, but like I said, you know, if I saw them folks on the street today, I don't care. All right, it's not really that big of a deal to me. It's not, because I don't hold grudges, you know right. what I'm saying? I mean, people were stupid in high school. It is what it is. And, and, and the fact that there's, you know, jobs out there, there's another gig that you can get, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some of us. Uh, mm. It's just it's just crazy, man. I don't I don't get it, but whatever. Uh, Never happened to Cuba Ken Jr. He got arrested. Apparently for groping somebody in New York. Some lady I heard that they said there was video footage showing he didn't do it. Yes. Did you see it? I haven't seen, seen it. I have seen it and um Can you tell like he didn't do you it? You really or? can't tell because it's just the video is from a distance and um he's sitting with another woman and then uh, the second woman shows up. I'm assuming because her husband kind of followed right after her, after her, and they're standing there. There's she's sitting next to the girl that he's with, and I see you can see him reach across. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you grab a titty or something like that. Like, no, like, like he reached across like towards her leg at first, 
and then his hand kind of goes up. But they were drinking, and, and you know, because it, it was in a bar. You know, from what I can tell from all their mannerisms, they were having a good time. Right. So it wasn't like, you know, he got a titty and she just ran off something like that. She sat there the whole fucking time. And then, like I said, the other guy showed up. I'm assuming this was like her boyfriend or her husband or something like that. And they were all shooting this shit. So, I don't know. I don't know. The video is really great. It's not the best quality of video. And I think, uh, you know, as usual, it was TMZ who posted it first that I saw it on. Them motherfuckers, boy. I'm telling you. TMZ is a good, bad thing. Like, you get to see a lot of shit, but they so quick with just putting everybody's business out there. They did that shit with uh, T.I., his sister, uh, her cause of death and shit like that. To me, that's just kind of like in poor taste. Like, why would you post that? Like, don't nobody need to know that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's and a matter of public record. You can, uh, motherfuckers are that curious, all they had to do was go look it up, right? But outside of that, it wasn't for the whole world to know. Right. You know, what caused his sister's death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was going to say, like, in the more that they do it without anybody, you know, shutting them down, the more normalized it becomes. Right. So they just, people won't even, you know, they don't care unless it's affecting them. Right. <clears throat> Which, I don't, I don't like TMZ. I don't like, I don't watch the show. I don't fuck with none of them. I like Van. I don't know why he on that dumb shit, but. Pays the bills. <clears throat> Them I'm just like this this idea that you can create a business out of simply like stalking celebrities is very distasteful. Right. Because that's all they do. And they're very open about it. Like hitting niggas when they come out the airport, questioning them, wanting something to happen. So they have something noteworthy. It's like that's some desperate shit. Man. Right. It's got, it's got to be annoying to, you know, to be following, following everywhere you go in the first place would, would be fucking annoying anyway. I mean, shit, you got to think about it. Like, these cats that take these pictures get broke off. Like, a picture of a certain celebrity in a certain situation can set you up for, if not a whole year, years. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, these telephoto lenses, these long-ass lenses right, and yeah. For example... Uh, which I don't understand why people here give a fuck. But when uh, old girl, I mean, she is from here, so I guess that's the reason why. But they do it for the other dudes, their wife too. But Megan Merkel, when she had the baby, like people just, you know, it's another baby. You know, what's it look like? like why I don't do you care? care. Like, it looks like every other baby. You right. Know what I'm like, overseas, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, because it's what they do. You right. know what I'm saying? But over here, it's like, eh. Uh, okay. I can, I can see, like, I can get motherfuckers in London, you know, it's a part of their shit, you know, in England. That's a part of your shit. Mm-hmm. But I just don't give, I don't get why we give a fuck about what happens to them over there. Like, why the Royal, royal Wedding was such a big deal over here? Why, you know, uh, when Prince William and his wife had their, I don't know, seventh or thirteenth kid or whatever, it was such a big fucking deal. Like, why do we care? I thought for sure that we fought a war. To yeah. basically not have to give a fuck about what happens over there. You know what I'm saying? When I say we, I mean the country, not, you know, us, because, you know, we were slaves and shit. That, that third verse in the National Anthem pretty much talks about that. But, yeah, pretty much. Um, I, just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. i never gotten it. i never gotten that shit. But I can't necessarily, because we, when I say we, I mean human beings create 
the, the market, the need for it. I don't necessarily fault anybody for trying to make it, you know, their business or whatever. It's sleazy as fuck. Um, but that's, they would say that's the main reason why Cyan died because they were trying to get away from the paparazzi. Right. You know, and they got photos of uh, you know of her basically laying in the car dead with the motherfucker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. There's no more human decency. There's no more sense of privacy when you're a so-called celebrity or whatever. Um, it just is what it is. As long as there's a, 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 a craving for it by the general public, it's still going to fucking happen. <clears throat> and it just kind of is what it is. Right. But, uh, speaking of celebrities and fucked up shit happening to them, uh, Man, uh, David Ortiz getting popped in the DR. There's a lot of shit been happening in the DR over the past month or so. Anyway, with you know motherfuckers just dying, people getting sick, dying, dying mysteriously and shit. But DR has always had like a a, a travel advisory on it for tourists from here going on because they'll rob you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I think uh, there was a couple either from uh, yeah from Baltimore um, that went over there and then they found uh, dead in their uh, in a rental car. Young couple. And, and the dude from the hotel did it. Like, and then, because they had that perception that, you know, Americans, all of us are rich, man. Truth be told, well, they probably saved up for years to get over there and take that trip. Mm-hmm. But then, um, at these two separate, well, it was three actually, it was Hard Rock and then two separate hotels that are owned by the same company. A bunch of motherfuckers have died. I think they're up to like eight now. Yeah, uh, and it seems to be the main thing is that. Um, they all have have drink from the uh, the little the, what do they call it the little bar, the mini bar, the mini bar. Dr. Uh, could have a serial killer out there right now. Yeah, that's what, that was the last thing I heard was that somebody was uh, putting shit in the alcohol. That was yeah, like, one lady who actually survived over there. They interviewed her, and she said that she had gotten a drink from the mini bar, and immediately she felt sick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Um, which is bad. I plan on going over there because you know DR got issues with dark skinned people. So they got issues with Haiti and stuff. But I heard they treat light skinned people like God. So I was gonna show up with the chinchilla fur, some shades on. I was gonna get a chain that said light skinned God, like the big Jesus piece size, and just have it on my neck and be like, I'm here to rule. Let's get it. <laughs> They poisoning niggas. I can't even go over there. Yeah, I wouldn't. Damn, I wouldn't drink from the mini bar. Yeah, for real. But anyway, uh, Dave Ortiz, I think he's 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 gonna make it. Uh, but yeah, they fucked him off. And what did he get shot at? He got shot. Yeah, he was fucking the drug dealer's wife or something. Right? That's that's a rumor. But he, he got shot in the back, and I guess it went it went through his back and went out his leg. But they had to take out his gallbladder. Um, and, and yeah, bounced around. It kind of bounced around. Take out his gallbladder and something else. Um, I, feel for man. That, I ain't got no gallbladder. Uh, you gonna be shitting a lot quicker than you thought you would. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, and and uh, 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 the 
Red Sox sit there playing out there to go get him. And so he's back here in the States. And they said he's recovering. Damn, never go back Damn. to the like, like They said to play in the scoop this nigga up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, baseball niggas is loyal, huh? Right. Like, any other sport, they be like, damn, yeah, that's I'm sorry, bro. Oh, well. Oh, well. He ain't on the contracts, dude. Lizzie. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he got them two rings, so, you know. I guess uh, some Boston fans are loyal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. It is what it is. I hope he, you know, I hope he uh, recovers. Uh, and I hope the the narrative they're painting as far as him fucking somebody else's girlfriend or whatever isn't true. Mm-hmm. His wife ain't that bad on the eyes, so I mean, you know, but niggas with money always want something else more. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure, being that he's you know from there anyway, and most of the people love him, I'm sure it's been getting thrown at him the minute he got off the plane. You know what I'm saying? You know, because he's so popular over there. So I mean, the DR is kind of known for that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you couldn't find somebody else that wasn't attached to the drug dealer. Damn, my nigga, like Jesus. Just, I'm David Ortiz. I don't give a fuck. No consequences for me. Well, apparently there are. Yeah, they arrested how many people so far? Nine. Nine people. Damn. Yeah, so organized organized hit. Hit. they caught the first dude and beat the and they shit fucked him up. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. They beat the shit out. Yeah, because the getaway car was a motorcycle, and I guess the guy had fallen off the motorcycle. Dumbass. And they chased his ass down. I, yeah, they fucked him up. <laughs> they they lumped his ass up pretty bad. So, um, and I think they just caught the other guy who was driving the motorcycle. So they're looking for him. Um. So yeah, nine people, and they said it, it was an organized hit. It wasn't like something out of the blue, you know. So right. Uh, so he ain't going back to the DR for a while. Nah, I wouldn't either. I saw my house. When they had said from the house to the bed. Where did that shit? Mira, mira, mira. Two nights in Two days. Two days. Two days. No coming back. No coming. Never go back to Dutch. What the fuck? No coming back. This is probably a never coming back. The nigga the condos in the back. Never go back to. Anyway. So yeah, so uh speed recovery on that one, man. Off the shit ain't true. Um move right along. Uh, uh, I wanted to get into this. I wanted to get into a couple of things, but um things we might have to skip on this joint um for those who haven't watched it yet i watched it uh no you watched i started you started i just i watched part one i haven't started part yeah two. yes sir. so i finished the whole series oh really yeah uh when they see what do you think um number one it pissed me off of course uh number two the shitty ass excuses that the Head of sexual crimes and Linda Feinstein chick and some of the police that were involved that are coming up with are fucking laughable. Um, and I'm glad these cats 
got some sort of uh, justice. They got restitution. Of course, they got broke off by the city. Gave him forty-one million dollars. But who was in there the longest? Uh, Corey, uh, the the dude that went with his boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that just went with him because he said your moms would would kill me if I didn't go. Yeah. And he he wasn't even one of the original cast that they were looking for. He went. Was, and, he, was he in the park? Yeah, he was there. Oh, okay. He was in the park. He was. But he got. He, he ran off. Uh, yeah. I mean, they all ran off. They all got away. Well, well, nah. Away. Kevin didn't. Kevin. Kevin didn't. Kevin got his ass. Cause a cop caught him and uh, hit him in the helmet with his. With, uh, hit him in the head with yeah, helmet. Yeah, fuck this shit up. Um. But everybody else, uh, the, the Hispanic dude Raymond, he got caught. Uh, and then the other three, the yeah, they got rounded up. Um, she's fucking crazy. Is there any part in there where they mention uh, what's the name? Orange face putting up the billboard. Yes. Oh, good. Yes, that, that happens in, in part two during the trial. Um, when he put the he bought the the, the spread the ad in the New Yorker or the uh, New York Times pay eighty five thousand dollars for that for that uh, for that uh, that uh, opinion piece about what should happen to him and um, like Avery was saying it was like the way the news portrayed these five kids they never you know how they say allegedly never said allegedly they always call them Sister Park Five which you know demonized them from the start exactly never said allegedly and they they portrayed these kids as grown ass men uh Corey was oldest he was uh he was 16 um and then there was um what was his name Starts with a while. I want to say it was like Yusef. Yeah, Yusef. Yusef. Antron. Antron, Raymond, and Kevin. Yeah. Kevin was the oldest. He was 13. I mean, you guess he was yeah. 13. And then the boys kind of fall in line with, uh, with Corey being the oldest. And when they got. Because uh, even watching the the, the 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 documentary, you know, it's a dramatization, so there's some there's some you know liberties taken. But I think majority of how it played out in court is how it played out. Right. And I'm sitting here watching it, and the way that the defense lawyers are defending it, I'm like, yeah, there's no way in hell you should prosecute these kids, like, because the stories didn't add up to what actually happened from what they said, like the place where they put where the crime happened was at least a mile and a half away from where it actually happened. There was details that were missing, right? Mm -hmm. And they still convicted these kids. With Corey doing the most time from jump doing it with uh, adults. He didn't go to juvenile. He went to prison prison. I, I can't bring myself to watch it yet. Maybe, I, maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. Ava yeah. it, it, did her thing. It will piss you off. But at the end, you get to see them. And then I think Oprah's thing is on there now. I need to still watch. Um, at the end, you get to see them, you know, triumphant. You know, uh, fucking $41 million. Corey got the most because he spent the most time in jail. Um, and, uh, 
like I said, I just find it laughable that this 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 uh, goofy ass broad Linda F- Fairstein, Feinstein, whatever her fucking name is, and then they had one of the cops that was involved in it on uh, CNN a couple of days. And like my thing is, is like if I'm a newscaster and I'm doing an interview with you, I'm shutting it down immediately. I'm letting you say your piece, and then I'm gonna just look at you. So if they didn't do anything wrong, why the city pay them all that money? What? I just kind of stare at them, right? Right. If, you, if, if the kids didn't do anything wrong, like one, the city wouldn't 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 fucking apologize. Two, when they gave them forty one billion dollars, so there had to be some fucked up in your investigation. Do like take some fucking responsibility for what you did. Like take some responsibility. And uh, you know, uh, speaking of. Fine scene and fire scene, whatever fucking name is. Of course, she's lost a lot of her financial backing. Uh, on top of that, she kind of went on, on the defensive and she was saying that, you know, of course, she did ad- admit that, in a way, that they were wrong as far as prosecuting these kids. Um, but she was like, there were some, some other uh, extenuating circumstances that they still should have got charged for something. She's talking about the assaults that happened in the park that day. Right. And the funny thing is, is that the one guy that got beat up uh, in the park, he was a biker, said that these weren't the guys that did it to me too. So what the fuck are you talking exactly, about? Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like I mean, and here we are, we're not talking about, we're not talking about somewhere like Dallas. We're not talking about, you know, uh, 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 sleeping with my cousin in Alabama. Uh, um, no, New York is racist as fuck too. Right, we're talking about, but they, but New York, and especially New York City, they give that perception that we're not like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But your racism is is more hidden, which is fucking worse to me. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, I mean, NYPD is probably one of the most corrupt police organizations. They Ever competition from Chicago, Chicago, you know, LA, LAPD, LA, yeah. you know, you put them all on the same fucking level. But it's all these big cities, yeah, 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 because yeah, our, our current commissioners taking some heat. They want her out. One organization wants her out. Yeah, Join. that's the Hispanic uh, Police Union, but you know, the Black Police Union, of course. Are they taking the, the blame for the the numbers this month and stuff? Yeah. Well, there's not as there there aren't enough police out there to. But from what they say on the news is that there is a shortage of, of DPD. But we, yeah, but we've talked about that for, for years. The fact that they, they don't they don't pay cops enough. You know what I'm saying? And for, of course, the training is short, and then you know to put them out there like that, they don't pay them enough. A lot of cops who come straight out of the academy, they'll be with DPD for a year because they have to be with them for a year, and then they go somewhere else yeah, why, that why pays more. I, why would I stay? in a department where the likelihood of me catching a bullet is super high uh, or, or whatever it may be. I'm making 50 when I can come somewhere. When I can go to Louisville and make 60. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, just why would I? I'm going to Collin County and make, and make 60, 65. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you know. Yeah. Look yeah. back. And, and, and I ain't got to deal with the bullshit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm a cop in Frisco, um... The the most I really got to deal with is a coyote going around fucking with folks. You know, it's heading out to you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? My cop stash, I can sit in my car, give out tickets, and, and chill. Because I'm dealing with soccer moms and shit like that. Like, but in in Dallas, like the pay is low. 
most likely as a, as a rookie, you're going to start off in, in what they call, you know, a high crime area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going to put you in a high crime area. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you're either going to be south or west or east, you know what I'm saying, or northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, fuck that. No, but as, as gun holes these motherfuckers are around the country and shit, it's like, why wouldn't you? You're looking to shoot niggas anyway. Yeah, now, the one thing I've noticed too is there's there's been there's been for real. Looking to shoot niggas anyway. Come to DVD. There has been an escalation uh, escalation of uh, uh, cop shootings, people shooting at cops. I think people are getting sick of this shit. It's like the one comment uh, I was watching a press conference from we were talking about earlier. Um, um, the cops was at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a press conference, and, and the guy was like saying, "I'm not surprised, you know. What I'm saying that take girl upstairs. Okay, yeah. I'm not surprised that that people, you know, are getting tired of this shit. I'm, you know, and I'm surprised that people people aren't shooting back at cops because they're sick of it. So, I'm gonna show you where it is. I think that at, at the Man, I don't know. I think the institution is terrible. They need to just dismantle it and, and try something else. I remember back, I want to say, 10 years ago, shit, DPD, you starting up between 40 and 45. You know what I'm saying? You know? And they basically were saying that it's going to take... It's going to take years to to make up for, you know, as far as hiring. It's going to take at least another, another five, ten years for them to, to get back up to full capacity. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying as far as the police, the police presence. And that's why she called in um, surrounding agencies to help them out. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lack of police presence uh, in, um, in, uh, in Dallas. So, I don't know. I think uh, it's like in the the New York situation, man. I I think that the it's kind of like the military, where it's like uh, stuff is going on in the world. What's the answer? We need more military, more funding, and this idea that like places where there's murders or crime is high, we need more police. I don't think it's the answer. I think we gotta have community responses to stuff because the community is the one that can have more of an impact right. than just some fucking strangers with badges right. and guns. Exactly. In. Especially if those cops aren't from the community. That was one of the things that um, they're saying is that a lot of cops, you know, who, who haven't grown up in East Dallas, who yeah. haven't grown up in in uh, in northeast uh, Dallas or, or, or the Oak Cliff area, and they're putting and they're putting them into that environment. They don't know how to deal with the public. They don't, you know, especially if they're white. You know what I'm saying? You know, they they, yeah. they don't know how to deal. They're not from their community. They're not from their community. So you know, they you know they don't know anybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, it's like fish out of water. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're throwing it these, uh, and I don't have any, any empathy or sympathy for these folks, but I'm saying, you know, you're putting them into an environment where things are bound to happen mm-hmm. because of the lack of communication, because of the fact that they don't, they don't really know anybody in that neighborhood, you know, you know, so they're going based off face value. And I think it's fucked up. Yeah. You know. I think, yeah. 
just have to have different answers, man. Like, more police is not the answer. And as far as the police, like, within themselves, they need a lot of reform and change. So, I don't know. I think I, I started to watch the This Is or How They See Us. And I watched the first part, and it was tough. Cause I mean, you just, you know, looking at them get railroaded by the system. I think the part that hurts more in my mind is that, you know, this is the story that made the news and, you know, you had the Trump angle and all that. So it's like very publicized, but think about back in that time, how many people got railroaded and didn't have the, the public behind them or, you know, a story to go with it. So they just mm-hmm. end up in Rikers Island doing time for some mm-hmm. shit they ain't do. They got their ass whooped by the police. They got fake confessions. I mean, like, oh, you're I'm doing sure this to people's lives. Sure there is a, a list, a long list of, of people who are sitting, you know what I'm saying, in, 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 uh, in Rikers that don't belong there, you know. And um, yeah. so, it's, you know. It's a fucked up situation, but I'm gonna try. I keep, and you know, I've been I've been watching stuff on Netflix anyway. So I watched uh, uh, David Letterman the conversation he did with uh, Kanye. Not Kanye. I watched that show uh, with Jay. I watched that one. That's that's, yeah. that's the first no season. Obama. But no Obama. Um, the actress. Uh, I can't think of her name right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comedian. Uh, she's real popular right now. Amy uh, Schumer. Nah, no, uh, no, uh, black. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, that's it. That, that was a really good one. Really? It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Hmm. And she still lives in her house. And over in Crenshaw? Over in Crenshaw. She's going to give her out here at the show. <laughs> <laughs> and she, you know, they was, they was helping her, you know, uh, she still uh, uh, does her... Uh, no. She still does... Uh, her little yard, you know, you know, growing stuff, and he was helping her pull out weeds and everything else, and you know, who is? Uh, oh, I'm yeah. to check that one out. It's really good. And, okay. And he goes, in, and he goes in, in the detail about. Uh, I know she grew up in the system, in the foster yeah, care system, and, and stuff, and um, um, you know, talk about how her mom changed after after her after her mom had a car accident, and and uh, and. Uh, uh, she hit her head and like when they discharged her the doctor was saying um, this is not your mom anymore she's a totally different person wow yes yeah, so because of that and you know yes yeah, so she was in the system for a while um, yeah. and how she got through it and everything else you know um, it's, it's a really good story it's, it's really good so yeah check it out did you watch the one with Kanye that's what I said too I cannot. I looked at it and I was like, yeah. I just made it probably just made me a little bit more mad at him because he's exactly he's an idiot. He's an idiot. And I was like, that's why I can't sit through it. So I saw the one I watched one with Tiffany Haddish and I watched the one uh with the uh the black F one um 
Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I do have one drive. Oh, uh, Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, from, uh, he's from England, ain't he? Yeah. yeah. That was really good, too. That was really good. That's Will Smith home, boy. Mm-hmm. Like, if you friends with Will, she's like, you better fuck up. We need to become friends with Will. Yeah, we do. Man, man. man. I mean, Shit. You should that on your resume. The podcast link in on Twitter or some shit. Hey, we'll check out our podcast. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> right. I saw Aladdin too. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went with my uh, mom. Was it good? Yeah. What is thing? Did his thing. It was, I thought it was good. I mean, I, an endorsement. A lot of people, a lot of people were saying that you know the Jafar left a little something to be desired, which I could agree with that. But I think overall it was fun. He sang. How you gonna find somebody that evil looking though? Like, exactly. And you and Will didn't. He didn't try and like overdo it. So it wasn't like he was trying to make you forget about Robin Williams or nothing. It was more paying homage. And he did his own thing. He put his own style to it. So yeah, that's what he was saying. He was and they were saying he was saying first he told him no because yeah, Robert Burns he killed him. You know what I'm saying? You know. And then um, he was listening to music and he started. I guess he started rapping with it and everything else, and then he changed his mind. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's kind of hard for Robert Williams. Robert Williams was a beast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So I'm get on this anyway. I still miss Robin. Uh, I don't know. Um, he was talking about the. He was talking about he was gonna watch the when they see us, oh, and okay. he started talking about he he been watching Netflix. He was watching Letterman. Because oh, I look at it and I want and I want to click you it. You want to click on it, but you go past it. And I go past it. You know, I ain't been able to start part two. My, no, I was telling him like the 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 part that sucks the most to me is like it's great that they're and I, I love Ava man like she got skills and I like seeing her do her thing but I'm like the part that sucks is that this is just the one that's you know known think about how many niggas got railroaded and stuck up in Rikers Island on trumped up charges right. and bullshit right whose story just didn't get out like that right and they've been doing that for decades or ones that don't have an happy ending like uh who's a browser browser yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you said, they've been doing this shit for decades. There's a lot of cast sitting in Rikers right now. It's foul, man. Stories, right? It's foul. It has to come to a point to where folks have to recognize there's a problem with mass incarceration in this country when you have, what, 25% of your whole population in prison. And you have the largest prison population in the world. The fact that yeah, the fact right. that there's never been a time in American like modern American history where any like every culture group has experienced some kind of like exercising, like some kind of like being set apart based on their race. Right. Japanese, you know, doing World War whatever, you know, Pearl Harbor and all that. So now we got them in internment camps. You know, us with slavery, civil rights, the whole nine. Um, and then you, you got the Middle Eastern people, the way they've been treated based on 9-11 and stuff. But there's never been a moment in American history where white people were treated that way. Right. So, I mean, to me... Well, you, once you were able to basically become white. Yeah. Because you can think about the, uh, the Italians. The yeah, Irish, yeah, 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 yeah. Once you transition. Right. Once you, once you make that transition of where you're no longer... Your nationality, mm-hmm. you're, you're considered white. You absorb into breezy. that white culture, you good. Easy breezy. And, and to me, that uh, just really significantly identifies like who's still the power behind the throne here, and who's still 
making those things happen. Like the fact that the well, they they just released the numbers of that. I think like Colorado went over a billion dollars in marijuana sales, right. and niggas still you know got marijuana charges on their Niggas and, and won't be able to participate in the industry. Let's be honest, that they have knowledge of. You know what I'm saying? Like. They wouldn't be able to do it. Niggas was out here doing this shit on the street without the resources. Right. And now y'all got whole shops with, you know, top technology and whatever you need. And making money off of that shit is foul. Yeah. And it's just another indication of, like, the value that our lives have in their eyes. And now I don't think it's changed. Right. It's been like that my whole life. Will it, though? Sorry, our subject, uh, the trade just happened. Pelicans trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers for Alonzo Ball. And this is what's happening. Alonzo Ball, who and what? Alonzo Ball, Alonzo Ball um, Ingram, Hart, and two picks. I don't know if I'm out there. So basically the whole team. But he only gonna be there. No, he need a new contract. So this is like a year. No, he'll probably sign an extension. Resign? Yeah, deal with the Lakers. Uh, but the Lakers is still a piece away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they got off cheap because Lonzo is. Yeah. Ingram has some has some ball. He has some. Yeah, no, Ingram, some Ingram got skills. But the, the the funny thing is, is that the Pelicans pick first. They're gonna oh, pick Zion. Put okay. the three together. Nasty. They could be something to mess with. Yeah. So shit. I might be looking. Oh, they gave them the number. No, oh wow, they get two picks down. They they gave them. Yeah, they gave them the number four pick. The Lakers had the number four pick. Yeah, number four pick. Oh, they, wow. don't have a squad. they don't have a squad. The Pelicans gonna have a squad. I mean, depending on who they get it for. Right. Yeah, Alonzo Dang. Ball, pretty nice squad. Two top four picks: Alonzo Ball, Brandon, Brandon Ingram, uh, Josh Hart, I like and three three first round picks, including the number four overall pick in the twenty nineteen. Oh, they robbed the All that for him, for one person. And they, and they still need they still need somebody else. Yeah, yep. they still need somebody like a Kyrie or. Yep. Somebody. Uh, I haven't seen Lonzo play. Is he the floor manager? Or like, is Alonso he? Had, Alonso has had his moments. He has great court vision. He has a his, weird fucking his, jump his, shot. His jump is really fucking weird. Um, so weird. he's not really like a but threat to, to hit the J on you. I mean, he still makes them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, like, but it's not like not consistently. Not consistently yeah, yeah, it's not like you would fear him if you're guarding him and he went to three point line. Well, okay, nigga, whatever. He has a weirder shot than Sean Marion. Remember Sean Marion? Sean yeah, Marion yeah. in the Matrix. Yeah. Because he, he didn't fully extend. He was like, he shot it like he was like, he didn't have the T-Rex on. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Sean Marion's fans like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They get shit like that. But it's like, it went in sometimes. Yes. You know. They said it was going to happen. They just said, you know. I knew when they when they dropped that story acting like uh, the Pelicans was about to finesse the Lakers. I was like, oh, nah, nigga. Bond said, we finna get AD and we're gonna get us a championship. So now they just gotta build their supporting cast. Yeah. But wow, they gave me all their fucking picks. 
I mean, but if you're trying to win a championship, you ain't doing it with a rookie anyway. You know what yep. I'm saying? And, and, and unless you got you time get, for the learning curve, right? And unless you could get somebody that's basically trans, that can transform the game like a Zion. Right. Fuck the rest of these things gonna take two, three years to come into their own in the NBA anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Yeah. They got a squad though. They got a squad. They have, yeah, they go. They'll be something to fuck with in the next yeah. couple of years. Yeah, they are. Right. Sure, That's sure the sure point though. It's gonna take it's gonna take some time. I'm sure Daddy Ball is, is pissed right now. But they're not gonna trade my son and then Right. What I'm saying, uh Lonzo has has thing. really <laughs> cut off his dad a lot. Um because of that money because they got stolen. Of, yeah, because the money they got stolen. It wasn't his fault, though. Right, it was his friend. Right. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'll stop That's That is going to cross my phone. But yeah, watch, watch, watch when they see us. I'm talking to everybody listening. Uh, finish watching it. Start watching it. Uh, I think it's a necessary story to hear. Um, and then when you finish, like, go watch, you know, Black Godfather. Because that's an uplifting story. Really good. I, I didn't watch that. that. You watched it? I didn't watch it. It's that. pretty dope. Yeah, it was good. It was pretty I've never heard of this dude. I've seen him in pictures. Like, I've seen him in a gang of pictures. And I always heard who the fuck man. he was. Right. Homeboy just found his niche, man. And right. just did this. Homeboy just found his niche, man. And just did this. Making shit happen. <laughs> that's crazy. Making shit happen. It, 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 it was a good story. So, yeah. recommend uh, both of those uh, as watches on, on Netflix. And we kind of delve deep into. into we kind of delve a little bit into this but we talked about the the DPD uh, chief getting in trouble or getting some flack but the Dallas is is, is wilding right now there's been 100 plus murders that was through the first six months of the year you know what I'm saying yeah it was like 40 in one month or something right, like that right yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 god damn so I don't know what the fuck is going on in Dallas um Usually summertime is when it kind of kicks off, though. Yeah, niggas be hot. And angry. Yep. Yep. So we'll go outside in the cold. Niggas, nobody. 90 degrees out here. Right. Where's my gun? <laughs> so, Tiny motherfuckers. Yeah, so, uh, not sure what's going on in the city of Dallas, but, uh, apparently. Is that uh, mostly on the south side? Or is it like more to or what? I, I never. I, I want to say it's mostly on the south side. Yeah, there's been some shit on the north, but it's mostly on the south side. That's why. Right. Which I don't understand. That's why I was telling C. I mean, they don't need more cops. You need community action. Like that's what's gonna put a stop to that. Having um, some accountability in the community for who's doing what. Right. Like if you just let niggas run wild and kill whoever. I mean, they gonna arrest somebody, but they don't stop the problem. But if you got people that's like, nah, you're not doing this in our neighborhood, you gonna have to kill all of us. Cause you know, you didn't kill my son or my cousin or whoever. That starts to that starts to make niggas change the rules a little bit. Like, all right, well, you know, we move it over there to Fulton Street, I guess. Right. You still gonna kill niggas, but I guess we ain't gonna do it here. Right. Respect the body. Respect. Nothing but respect. Thank you, motherfuckers on Fulton Street. Need you the same fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? No, no disrespect. No disrespect. We moving it on though. They had that on the wire when that boy Colvin, Major Colvin, had the best idea that people would never do, and he basically. He rounded up all the little corner boys. Mm-hmm. They had them go back and tell them niggas like, "Hey, 
all this on this corner is dead. Y'all take that down there. He had them go to this block. It was called uh, Amsterdam, where it was nothing but boarded up houses. Yeah, I remember that. So they called it Hamsterdam, but he basically <laughs> legalized drug dealing. It was like, if you was over here, do your thing. And he had nothing but fiends and addicts and stuff rolling up and down. Right. And then he was able to have, uh, what you call it, community services. Like, they can come in, make sure they having clean needles and new testing and stuff. And it's a responsible way to handle it rather right. than just criminalizing right. it. Right, everybody. Right, exactly. Right, because right. right. you're, you're treating uh, the symptom of the problem yeah. versus, you know, going after the after, after facts of, you know, coming in after, after everything is done and shit. Like, criminalizing people for doing something that they're choosing to do has always been kind of retarded to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. Like, I've, I've never met an addict that said they were forced into doing a drug of choice that they do. Really. Right. Whatever, whatever the fuck it was. They right. tried it, got hooked, and kept doing it. So, if you're giving them away to do it without fear of prosecution. And they, they had that on uh, my man Wyatt Sinek on his last season where he was talking about police that he went to, I think it was Seattle where they have a, a local community spot where you can come get clean needles, you can come get checked out, and it just it's like an area where like you can be responsible. It's like we know y'all not gonna stop, but at least we're not gonna spread disease. Y'all ain't gonna die, and we can do this responsibly. Right, which exactly. I think is dope. Like we gotta be adults about the shit. You can't right. just be like ah, it's wrong, and that's it. Yeah, it's like they can't be the fucking answer for everything. It really cannot. Because putting them in jail didn't stop the problem. It you still use in jail. You still get drugs in jail. You right. know what I'm saying? So. Or you get cleaning job, but then you get out, you back on the shit again, right? You know, you, you don't get the you don't get the the tools needed to manage your addiction. Exactly. So if you give these folks options to, like you said, get clean needles, yeah, feel like a fucking criminal about it, you know what I'm saying? But also give them the option to say, hey, if you're ready to kick, if you're ready to stop, we'll help you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll give you all the tools you need to 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 make yourself better. Then. It's like it's common sense. It's common sense. Like it's it's fucking common sense, right? Like, right. like help people mm-hmm. versus hurting people. Cause you see, we've seen for decades the the effects of hurting people, criminalizing it. Now it's time to take a different approach. Like you've been doing the same thing over and over again. And it's not fucking working. Right, and it's not working, but you're expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's time to change it up. Like it's time to change it up. And it's time for it's time for folks to not be thinking about their pockets or it shouldn't matter if somebody's getting paid, you know, off of people's pain. Like, who wants to make money that way? White people. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Who wants to make pay? Who wants to make money off of people's pain? Like, who who does that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, what kind of? How do you how do you go to bed at night? How do you call yourself? Because you're a lot of these motherfuckers, you know, say claim the. How do you call yourself that? Right. They call yourself Christian or 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 you know a good Jew or uh, a good Muslim. With that bullshit, man. Like, how do you like? It, to me, it's just weird. Yeah, we have a lot of industries in this country that profit off of people's pain. Yeah, prison industry, fucking healthcare systems. And it's and it, and it, the funny thing is, I think the people who do profit off of it, like on a large scale, 
they don't work with it every day. Right. So it's out of sight, out of mind. Right. right. It's the paper. Yeah. It. So it's like you ain't worried about this shit. Right. It's like yeah, I know I get my money from there, but I ain't got to see these niggas every day. Right. And it's, just, and it's just fucking weird to me. It's just weird to me. Like, it, but people are so fucking like sanctified in this motherfucker is shit. But you don't see the fucked up, corrupted parts of this other other system. All systems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All systems are corrupt in this bitch. Education, healthcare, prison, justice, all of it. It's fucked up. We've been doing the same shit for years. It's time to change the shit up, man. Right. We need to acknowledge that it's not a good solution. Let's come up with a different solution. And let's do something outside the box. And that's what I'm saying. We can't just keep being in the position where old white men are making decisions. They have the same train of thought. It's very self-centered. Let's move on to some other people who got ideas on this shit. Like, y'all motherfucking sit down. Get out of here. Die off shit. How about that? Damn. What? They always got some shit to say. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Or, or uh, you know, fuck. You have a motto. Like you have a motto. You have several. Then we talked about this shit before. Like, God damn, I feel like a broken record. You have a motto <laughs> of, of a country that does it well. But, I mean, of course, they try to say that you know they don't. Mm-hmm. Fucking deja vu. Um, again, you try. You try to say that they don't, but they do. Uh, was it Denmark? The Netherlands, yeah, Norway and Norway, stuff. Yeah, like, you, got, you got, you got, I mean, in every way, dude. Like I was watching, uh, even in Canada, though. I right, mean, yeah, like right, just yeah. north of here, their system is totally different with different results. I was watching um, Real Sports, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Norway. You know that they in in their um, athletics, like from a certain age, they don't keep score. Oh wow. There's no such thing as a win or a loss. Like they teach the kids the love for the actual sport. Right. Like as here, you know, getting kids ready for this and that is big business. You know what I'm saying? There's football yeah. camps. There's there's trainers. There's all that shit. But here, they let them be kids. Let them run around, play the game until they get old enough. And they've been out there kicking people's ass, especially in the winter in the winter sports. Oh, definitely in the winter sports. Yeah. They've been kicking folks' ass and getting better, like in soccer and things like that too. I was, I was reading on Reddit, man. They was talking they, that video of the lady in Phoenix where the cops was going ham. You know, Reddit is the international community, too. And this dude was like, top comment, he was like, I don't know if people in America realize they don't police in the world like they do in America. Right. So it's like, we, we have so many extreme things over here that we act like we have to have. And like you said, there's so many other countries who are... Who, Sorry. Yeah, it, it, it reads on, uh, on my iPad too. But she, uh, yeah, who. Damn, I lost my train of thought. We got all these other countries in the world who are showing that, like, you can get results and be high in education. Like, your society can be very good with crime and all. Like, you just have to try different tactics. And the fact that we keep trying the same tactics with a little tweak here and there is fucking ridiculous. Right. And I attribute it to the fact that we have the same culture making decisions on a wide scale for decades. Now you old white men motherfucker. Right. Sit down. It's time for the shit to change. It's happening. It's happening too slow. And it takes cats like us to run for fucking office. You know what I'm saying? 
Is that a challenge to your announcement? No. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly believe that... I mean, I, though I wouldn't give a shit, like they would come up with dirt on me and shit. Like I don't fucking care. Like, I don't care. If I would, mm-hmm. fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll put it out there. Yeah, I used to be, a, used to be a member of a, of a prominent gang. Yeah, yeah you so. got a, you got a uh, bunny rabbit that joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everything before you come with it. I got to do the Claire's parents got a real good marriage on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, but. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like I would hope that I would. One, I would call you out uh, in public. Like you know, such and such from such and such places trying to get me to vote a certain way to benefit them. What do you think about the shit? You know what I'm saying? A number of my colleagues have done the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in certain cities, that'll get you killed. You know, Chicago, that'll get you killed. Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, probably New York, too. And Philly, and all of them, get you killed. You know what I'm saying? But like, there has to be some personal accountability. Like, you're not coming into, into politics to get rich. You're coming in to serve. You know what I'm saying? And that should be the only thing that you think of when you, when you come into it. But a lot of these motherfuckers are Make it six, seven figures. I, I think what what makes it difficult and challenging in my mind is like if I didn't have a kid, if I didn't have like family and stuff, and it's just me, I can get in there and you know be morally up upright and do this thing, you know. Because if they're gonna kill somebody, they're gonna kill me. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I feel like the idea of losing other people is a little bit too devastating. So I'm like, ah, I'm good. Cause I be the same way, man. I'm finna expose whatever I can expose. I'm not finna play this game the way they play it. I think we had talked about this before on on a previous podcast about you know what we what what, what we we do if we were the people all got into politics. Yeah. Like you recording was saying is is, you know basically putting your dirt out there before anybody can say anything. Mm -hmm. You know, stay ahead, stay ahead of the game. I'd be Rick James in that motherfucker. I'd be like, I ain't never fucked that bitch. What y'all talking about? I remember that time I fucked that bitch. Okay, it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. It's changing, but it's changing real fucking slow. <laughs> Dude, we got folks like, you know, AOC, a couple of other people and shit, they're doing the thing. It's mainly being led by women. Um, Dude that got elected here, calling whatever his first last name is. Uh, I'm still on the fence about Beto. I've been hearing some some concerning weird things about him. Mm. He ain't as super progressive as he as he believes or that we believe that he is. But mm. you also got to fight the idiots who think that you know being a conservative and limiting the way that you think, you know, is the best way to go. I mean. Unfortunately, uh, the, there's a movement now where there's a lot more black conservatives, which is weird to me. I understand the the spirit behind it because we've been fucking with the Democratic Party now for a long time, right? Right. And they have done some shit that's detrimental to our community. But in the same token, the other party shows you on a, consi- on a consistent basis that they don't give a fuck about the plight of your people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what you are, where you, where you fall on the line on certain things, 
things, abortion, immigrants' rights, whatever. The simple fact is that their policies, their behavior is detrimental to the livelihoods of people that look just like you. And I don't get how you fuck with them. Everybody's entitled to to feel, be a part of, whatever the fuck you want to, but when you can't stand up on the same line as people that look just like you, that's what I have a problem with. That's what I have a problem with. And that's where I I, I completely write you off, where I'm like, fuck you. You You're part of the problem. Yeah. You're not part of the solution, so basically, you're part of the problem, and I will forever clown you forever call you a sellout because you're a part of the problem wear that red hat on you want to suck my dick <laughs> or eat a dick should I say eat a dick eat yeah. a dick that's going to be my campaign slogan too AD AD for everybody remember when you think AD think Court Marshall <laughs> The good folks, we ain't found you. Dick everybody. Eater girl. But yeah. Uh, <coughs> so now you gotta get the little one something to eat and shit. No. Stop fighting. Right, you know what I'm saying? Just come over here and gnaw your arm and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about things we would do. Uh, me and my brother had like a proper conversation if we had won the lottery. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think is a great idea, which I don't understand why other cities, especially Dallas, especially with it being so close to them, are doing. The city of Austin basically has a homeless community of tiny homes mm-hmm. uh, set up for people who are chronically homeless. Mm-hmm. And they're, they have jobs, um, they pay rent, they help around with the facilities and shit. And I guess my thing is, it's like, why is it not happening in other cities? Because you can build a tiny home for less than 10 to 20 grand. Yeah. And you can, you can put them up in the community. You got people that are already sleeping down under the bridges, on the streets in downtown. Give them somewhere to go, somewhere clean. They can stay, um, get clean, whatever it may have you. But basically not be fucked with by, you know, cops or people walking on the streets or whatever it may have. I'm just kind of wondering why that ideal, because Austin's showing that it can be done. Right. right. And it's cost the city nothing. This is all people. Probably donations. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's cost city nothing. I mean, which I think shouldn't even be a factor, because right. these are fucking people. Like, it's live. So if it does cost the city, that's why we have a city for shit like this. That's why we have a, a fucking organized society, so that we can take care of each other. Agreed. Yeah, we went into detail about it as far as like what would be in the facilities, what all the things that they would have access to as far as medical and mental mm-hmm. um, um, type of services and, you know, um, daycare for single moms, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that because, you know, of course, we want you, you know, to, you know, if you're a single mama and, you know, you want offer a job anymore, you can't take your kid with you, you know what I'm saying? You have to have daycare for that, so, yeah, we want to... Yeah, daycare, motherfucker, I'm just, cause that thing costs too much, and the teachers ain't getting paid for it. Money going to the top. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, we went into uh, major detail as far as, like, you know, 
I would assume it's not happening in most other places because you gotta have somebody, you know, uh, significantly connected who cares about the shit. Right. And I mean, anything about Dallas, we have a good number amount of billionaires. I'm not saying millionaires, I'm saying billionaires that live here. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't take it with you, and a good. 45% to set your family up forever, for generations. So, I, I ain't even telling motherfuckers what to do with their money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But on the same token, it's like, if you got to give it. I, if, if, really, a lot of was at one point in time a billion dollars. Like, somebody won a billion fucking dollars. Like, can set my family up like you 25 you 25 i get everybody 25 million dollars and still not be broke you know what i'm saying so what's another 50 to basically help somebody outside of my circle out yeah it's nothing we have uh have a uh, the illusion in this country of trickle down economy, the 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 richest give to the poor, it didn't happen. The rich take it, hoard the money, send it offshores, they keep it for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it's time to start holding these motherfuckers accountable because they make a shit ton of money off of you. Looks like in Rock, we're talking about talking about uh, before. Looks like. You know, uh, it, of course, it would be good press for the ones, you know, say if we approached uh, <clears throat> owner for the um, Mavericks, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. I see him, him being one of the only ones that would be really upfront with doing it. Like, he would do it. Like, say what you might about Mark, Mark Cuban. He's a bit of a prick, but he, he, outside of that, he's still a reasonable, reasonably good dude. Right, he's like a prick when it comes to that, you know, on the basketball court. Right, mm-hmm. right. But like we were saying, like we would, you know, go down Austin and try to try to meet the people who got this started and basically ask some questions of who would you, you know, of course you can't tell us who donated because I'm sure they're probably like private investors or whatever, but you know, you know, how did you get this started, this and that, you know, what was your business plan like, who did you approach with it, did you approach anybody from the city council, this and that, did they, um, of course you said it didn't cost Austin anything, so it's like, I know of. Um, or, did, or if it did, what did they contribute, this and that, you know. And, and like you, you know, said, and like, and like, and like like, I'm not calling you a light skinned guy. <laughs> I was so upset. It's like. <laughs> Some lines just gotta draw the line. Like, I'm so upset. It's like, that's what you have a government for. Mm-hmm. Like, like, this whole small government, keep the government out of my bitch. Fuck you. Like, you're supposed to be there to help. Um, mitigate certain things like this is a problem that y'all complain about every summer like they're, they're gonna complain about it the homeless people under the bridge living in you know in tent city or whatever mm-hmm. like you actually have you have city land that's not being used let's use that shit right let's use it <laughs> you can you can stop the problem you can stop chronic homelessness you can help these people 
get over or get help with whatever vice they have or just have a fucking clean place to sleep at night right. where they're not dying or not being put in jail because they're homeless. Like homeless being homeless is not a fucking crime. Right. Like it's a, it's a social issue. You know what I'm saying? And as much as rent and it's going up and the pay is not going anywhere. Shit, a lot of us could be in the same fucking situation. We're barely holding on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... This is a fucking social issue, and and, and, it, and you have to get to the point where it, it, you have to get tired of people just caring about the bottom line in this motherfucker. Like, god damn, yeah. Like, can you care about your neighbor? Like, if my neighbor was sitting outside right now, I don't know that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? If something was wrong, like, I want to help. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to understand them with the guest thick accent. <laughs> Why you can't just leave that I want to help? Why you can't just do that? Yeah, that's asshole about it too. Shoot, friend, can you hear me? Really? Really? I mean, and it shouldn't be up to us regular folk. Calling them out. Like, there has to be more people with more money, with more influence, just calling these motherfuckers out. You know what I'm saying? I know they are. But it, it can't be looked at as the liberals are complaining about. Nah, this is just folks that, with common fucking sense. Like, it's common sense. Like, it's common sense. Like, you have to be worried about somebody outside of your fucking circle. Like, because all this shit that's going on doesn't just affect you. It, like, you may not be cool with something. Like, I get that. You might not be cool with abortion. I get that. But it doesn't affect you. Then If you don't, if you're not cool with it, then you don't get one. Right. It's a personal fucking choice. You may not be cool with with drug use, but okay, they don't use them. But it doesn't mean that you don't help somebody that has a problem. Or at least give them the option to whether or not treat it like a fucking criminal because exactly. they have it because they have an issue. That's my thing. That ran enough. I think you did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that's you know, if we're coming to any kind of money like that, you know what I'm saying? Something that that you know would love to do. Um, I would like probably just go buy like 40 Bentleys and shit instead of right. Have a, a closet full of Jordans. Yeah, I just change Bentleys all day. Yeah. Every time I go somewhere, I switch yeah, to a switch different Bentley. Bentley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like soda cans when you finish the game. Man, I'm rich, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I just think, and, and I mean, and if you think about it, I mean, LA they have. Uh, high-rise apartment where if you're homeless you can go live in uh, for free because I saw it on a on a doc I can't remember which one I was watching but LA they do but there's still there's a lot of homeless problems yeah because they still got 10 cities out there they still got some bridges and shit it's really sad so there has to be a way. There has to, there has to be land. All that money floating around L.A. Just L.A. and it's in it. There has to be somebody out there willing to help. Can't just be about you and your goddamn image and your stupid ass reality TV show or something like. There has to be something that you can start. You got friends with influence. You got friends with cash. Yeah. I mean, give what you can, and then together we can make this shit happen. Instead of just saying, you know. 
we're going down to to downtown LA. What, what do they call it? Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Skid Row. Right. Mm-hmm. And there should be no Skid Row. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's a fucking tiny house. Ten grand, twenty grand. You can build a shit ton of them motherfuckers, and people have a place to call their own. People helping people. Whether it be temporary or permanent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. People helping people. Brothers watching brothers. Y'all ain't seen Shaft yet, so y'all know nothing about that. So. (laughs) Was it good? I liked it. It was pretty funny. Sam did the same. I like old boy though. Um, The the new playing the new young one. Yeah. He was in the Bond show. Right. Survivor's Remorse. I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, Mason just said, "What was Usher in it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Usher. I know they were saying uh, he was saying that he's going to pass the torch on to on to him and basically keep doing it. The, uh, the Shaft movies. So cool." Americans. Yes. Oh, what? Man, don't be like that. <coughs> I mean, we, we haven't, you know. Um, wait, 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 wait. I did my fellow Americans for a year straight. I missed a couple episodes and now it's been a while. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're in season two. About 900 episodes in there, but that's cool. All right. You know, that's, Jesse, that's what's up. Jesse Usher. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. The two first names? Yeah, you got it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hold on. Come on, Tom. <laughs> you know, this is the corner where, uh, you know, we talk about something that affects Americans in different aspects of society. So, I just was going to talk briefly today about uh, blended families. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. It was been on the, on the list for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's really knock it out. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I... Um, and you know, divorce, and I have a daughter, and now I got a girlfriend, and she got kids. So you just made this shit public, huh? Yep. Word. Sure did. Oh, yeah. I sure he did. did. Y'all hear minds on the podcast, so you know, you know, I am. <laughs> so yeah, about me, I, I think my idea when it comes to that is trying to find ways for it to work best for the children one big thing is like when you go to court and you're doing like custody battle or anything like that it's always about what's best for the kids and i think that once sometimes you're outside of that range people more or less focus on what's best for them and it should still be about what's best for For the kids. kids right so that in mind I am not into like, you know, faking the funk and acting like something that I'm not. So, I've had, you know, some bumps, speed bumps when it comes to my my daughter's mom because she's more interested in painting a picture as if, you know, she's remarried, so her and her husband and me and 
my daughter are all, you know, this blended family that's happy and everybody good. <clears throat> Which is true, but it's not true in the way she's trying to portray it. So y'all ain't barbecuing this shit with Yeah, like, I don't yeah. I don't you, you know, know we ain't talking like on the phone and I'm going to hang out and me and him dap each other up and have a drink. We ain't doing all that shit. Like y'all got y'all thing going on, I'm doing my thing over here. So I think, you know, when it comes to uh, blended families, man, you just got to continue to focus on what's best for the kid. Try and avoid trying to have this appearance thing and just really, um, <clears throat> yeah, focus on what's best for the kid, man. Make sure that that's the priority. Uh, when it comes to that also, I'm learning, like, you know, my daughter now has a, a little brother. So... Regardless of my opinion, that's a little brother. That's fam. Mm -hmm. You know, I got siblings and we have different mothers, so I get it. And, I, you know, I just think, yeah, you should be able to push it aside, put the pettiness aside, and focus on what's best for the kid. Blended families can be cool. You know, stay in your lane. Right. If you're a step parent, be a step parent. Be a step parent. Right. You ain't, you ain't got to take on that other mantle. That's what always kind of, I guess, bothered me about. I mean, you know, everybody has their own unique situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, kind of thinking about my me, if I had a kid and, you know, me and, me and my girl, you know, didn't make it and got divorced. Like, I'm setting those ground rules, man. It's like, you, you are, you're a stepfather. Like, yeah. be a stepfather. Be, yeah. be the fun stepfather. You know, I don't care if she comes to you with problems or anything like that. But when it comes to like discipline mm -hmm. and all that type of shit, no, nah, as for me and my mom, and again, do, defer, right? Defer, right? Mm -hmm. and, and if you have a problem with that, then then maybe you shouldn't be in this, in this dynamic. Because trust me, you right. put your hand on my kid, it's gonna be me right. and you. And that's and that's exactly my mentality going into you know uh, being in a relationship with someone who has kids. Like, oh, that's your thing. Mm -hmm. That's your like. I'm gonna love them like they mine. And when it comes to discipline, I'm stepping out the way. Right. You handle that. She got a dad. You know, they got a dad. Whatever. So that's not my lane. <clears throat> and I'm cool with that. You know. So I think that man. I'm not trying to have nobody call me dad. Like you know. Right. It's like some things are already established and you ain't gotta go fuck that up. Just just be cool. I think the coolest step parents are the ones who are able to kinda seamlessly merge into the scene. Right. They don't make no huge issue about nothing. They don't get in their feelings about stupid shit and they just they treat your kid with respect and and love and that's it. And that's all you gotta do. <clears throat> Trying to force things to happen, trying to force titles on people, right. trying to force like that's just fuck stuff up. It's unnecessary. So stay in your lane and make the kids the priority. Right, you should be good. You should be good, right? It's right. that simple. So if you made the choice to, to end it and then you get with somebody else, don't try to force a family that's basically already there right. to to be there after the fact. Like, you know, 
I may not have been the choice for you as a husband, but you know, this kid has no, you know, other father but me. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, you're Rick, and I'm Dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Regardless of uh, how many times the court says I can see them a week, like I'm gonna be there constantly. You right. know what I'm saying? So. And that's and that should that that shouldn't even have to be explained. Right. And I think of that the same way. Like I'm like, you know, that's that's your mom. Like this is your stepmom. This is your stepmom. You gotta call her if you want to call them that. And y'all had an arrangement like it's organic. Okay. But I'm not coming in like you need to call her your mommy. Right. And I think I, I think me personally, I would stop that. You yeah. Know what I'm saying like I think you know, I'm not I'm not for it. Right. <laughs> you know. You know, B is your mom. You call her mom. You know, this is you know, Gail or you know, yeah, Tamika or whoever. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Just in case she's black. <laughs> <laughs> Gail, yeah, or Marisol, because she could be, she could be you know, Maria. Uh, but uh, yeah, call her fucking name. You can still love her like she's a parent. Yeah, she's not. You know, you still yeah. have love for her, but she's she's not your parent. Yeah, you have a mother. That that bond, that sacredness of it needs to be fucking protected. And I think yeah. on the on the other end, when it comes to dads, you're like dads number one gets shitted on. Period. Like, divorce and there's kids involved. Custody ninety nine point nine five percent of the time is gonna go to the mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless y'all do that joint thing, which I think is always you know the best. Like you can go petition the courts. Like we want joint custody. I need you to understand that you know. So neither parent has to necessarily, both parents have equal financial responsibilities, no such thing as child support, right? Joint custody. Yeah, if you do the 50-50, but there's also joint managing conservatorship, so it's like, like we still have joint custody, but there's a managing conservator, like a parent who they're going to primarily spend more time with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's still child support on that. On that, okay. See how but yeah, you got to get support. you somebody who's willing to agree to this 50-50 joint, because yeah, that, no child support. For it. And it's like they with you one week, they with them next week, like that back and forth all the time, whatever. So <clears throat> probably can do that with a Gail. I don't know if you can get that with a Tamika. Yeah, Tamika, yeah, you got me fucked up, Maria or whatever. I never go back to. to- <laughs> I agree, man, and I, I think it's—I don't think it's challenging. Like to me, I feel like if you—if you recognize, and I think that's the thing—you got to recognize the role of a step parent, and that can be hard if you never had one right. or you never been around them. But I have, so it's like I get it. I get the flow of it. I get how you got to roll with it. You know, you're in a support role, essentially. They already have a parent. You're offering support to the mother on the home front. You're a male presence. You're, you know, all of that. Uh, financial help, education, whatever it is. But that's it. When it comes to discipline and stuff, okay, hey, you got to go over there with your, with your people and do your thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you just find that lane and stay in it. I don't think it's hard. And I don't think, like... I feel like even with like with my girlfriend, like even if she was like, well, I want her, but she wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. 
in anyway. <laughs> yeah, even like and her her daughter's older, so I don't think it would be an issue, of course. But if, if her daughter was younger and she was like, Yeah, I want I want her to call you daddy, I'd be like, I'm not yeah, really comfortable yeah, with that. Right. I'm not comfortable with that. I I would prefer, you know, we either find some kind of nickname that's okay. Or, you know, she called me the light skin god, like something like that. Like, like, <laughs> Mom, light skin god. I was thinking about going to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> this shit does not fucking work. <laughs> you know, hey. Oh man, y'all haters. I never go back to. Sorry. Yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of uh, step parents make the mistake of trying to come in and being authoritarian because that's what that that we actually went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just look like, like he was Yeah, crazy. according to the time, he was crazy, but I think, um, I think also, um, I remember it was, it was, I was, I was uh, home from college and we were doing something and it was me building in the front seat and you two were in the back seat and Billy told, told you to do something and he was like he was stupid and then I went back at you, I said, you know, and you're like, okay, you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, I think that when that happened, I, I won't say it was a turning point, but I think he realized that, okay, I need to step the fuck back. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, yeah, I don't know what, what happened between you guys when I, when I wasn't there because, you know, I know a lot of times I was, I was off in college for yeah, a he, he got, once he got, he got a little foggy and he, uh, and he called himself putting his hands on me, uh, spanking me and whatnot. And again, I looked at him like he was fucking crazy. And then I think what I did uh, after the fact that I went in there, uh, came in there, heard whatever mom had to say, I called you and told you what he did and told you that I wanted to fuck him up. And then he stopped me. Yeah, and I calmed me. you down. Yeah. You know. Um, because like, I mean, yeah, because you know, I mean, in all honesty, you know, I was really the only. My mom was working, you know, a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I was really only the only father figure that making, you know, that making it in, in Courtney had. It's, so it's not let him paint the picture like he was that great. Either. I wasn't. <laughs> I, 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 I was. I was in the house and made fun because our fathers weren't around. You know, but but you know, I, I tried the best I could. I was a fucking teenager. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, but uh, and you just think I never go back to Georgia a lot too. So wow, Let's circle back. Okay, circle back. Anyway, you know, <laughs> that was his mistake because he tried to come in and be the authority figure. Well, there was basically an already authority figure established anyway. Right, and you don't get more authoritarian than moms. So, like, listen, exactly. Yeah. Listen, y'all all love my mother now. All right, everybody's ever like, but let me tell you how. <laughs> 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 She's a sweetheart now. Oh my God, my mom, my mom is nothing like she was back in the day. She used to be hard. Court. Yes. I still say to this day the hardest I've ever been hit by anybody, and this is men included, is by my mom. My mom caught me with a straight right. Yeah. And, That's a fact for me too. Right. So I mean, I mean, you know, she was already doing the thing. There was no, there was no need for him to kind of do it. He, and plus, he had to even approach it that way. He just said, "Hey, man, your mom's calling you. Can you just go in there?" That's all he had to do. Exactly. And we've been cool. You know what I'm saying? 
but he came in there, who heard your mom calling you, and then and, 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 and pat me on my ass a couple times, and I looked him dead in his eyes, like, nigga, what? Right. He, he kind of walked, he, yeah, he saw, he kind of slumped down, and he walked away, and I was like, Right. Wow. So I went in there, listened to what she had to say, got on the phone, come get your man. Whose man's is this? You have a problem. Right. I think that's the thing, too. See, like, you bring up a good point because the authoritarian part. I mean, as a man, you want to be respected, but it's like, still got to stay in your lane, dog. Like, right. you coming into a situation that is already established. You're the new cog in the machine. You don't get to come in and just start switching shit up. Right. Making new rules. Acting like you've been here for years, you ain't got skin in the game like that yet. So you need to chill the fuck out. And and it's a slippery slope. It's a delicate like tap dance that you have to do. Yeah. With that, I honestly don't know how I would necessarily do with it. Like I'm kind of like you. I think I would play the back. Like if I'm I'm boyfriend, cool stepdad, I'm not your father. Yeah. You need advice from me. If you're asking me my opinion on some shit, do it. I'll give it to you. If I see you fucking up, I was like, hey man. might want to might want to correct that. I'll say that, but I'm not gonna be not gonna put my hands, hands on you. Exactly. Nah, you know what I'm saying? We ain't taking it to that right. level. Even if your mom is like, well, can you help? I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, like I can talk to him. Yep. Maybe get him to get her to chill out. But yep. as far as like you grounded type shit, it's like, nah, that is nah, not my decision to make. If you say it, then of course I back it. Well, your mom <laughs> said you were grounded. I think you should probably abide by that. Yeah. But if you walk out the house after your mom told you you were I'm not chasing after you. Yep, I'm snitching. I ain't chasing. You know the niggas leaving, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, get hit in the head with that pan. Right. But that that was another thing, Court. In in my experience in dating, I was dating a woman who had two, three kids. That was an attempt that I don't recommend. Anyway, but so I was trying to date this woman that had three kids, and the oldest one, who was 14, boy had a mouth on him, man, and she did not discipline him, and that is literally the reason why it did not work out. There wasn't no other reason. That was the reason. I was like, I can't do this because I'm gonna choke your kid and I'm going to jail. I got a daughter. Like I can't be the main disciplinarian. I can support you, but I can't be the one. This little nigga is, is his mouth is reckless. He gonna tell somebody I touched him. Inappropriately or some right. shit, so I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I, it's not gonna work. I can't do it. You, you're not willing to discipline them for whatever reason. So that's it. So you know, I, like I feel good with the current situation because I mean, you know, she she's small, but she don't play that. Like she gonna she gonna throw them hands. So I'm like, cool. You do that. I got your back. Keep my hands to myself. You know what I'm saying? You be the one afterwards. So you got fucked up, huh? <laughs> I will eventually heal. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like you know, um, like when, you know, like when we recorded Megan, it's like you know, especially me and Courtney, uh, we had a, a level of respect. You know, I want to say. We've maybe had three arguments. We yeah, got into we we were, uh, I wanted to fight this nigga once. Mm-hmm. We about, to, we about yeah. to go at it. We about 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 to go
And so that's why when he called me, you know, I was able to calm him down. I was like, you know, let it go. If the podcast people listening, if you haven't picked up the dynamic, who the hothead is in the, in the brother dynamic, <laughs> let me help you figure it out. It's me. Uh, <laughs> I go from zero to 100 fast. But when I'm mad, it's hard to get me there. But once you get me there, ooh, nigga. How long do you stay there? Ever. Wow. Forever. Wow. Right. I think we talked it out later on that night, though. We just see each other for like, what, a couple hours? Yeah. And then I was sitting outside, and he came out, and we, and we, you know, and, uh, we talked it out. But it was... Yeah, we both were eating. We about to go at it. We about to fight in the parking lot of H E B. It's crazy. Oh, but, uh, but we've always had that that level of, of, of respect with each other, and you know, and he always took my advice to heart when, when he felt like you know he was about to do something stupid. He would call me. He was like, mm-hmm. uh, "No, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't don't do that." Side note: Different now. He's a lot different than me before he was. My 20s, boy. Yeah, he was. You caught it. Yes, we got you caught it. Now, I'll let you slide. I don't know how many times, especially when we used to go out, uh, grab a big about the back of his shirt, be like, really? Ready to fight. Ready to fight. Ready to fight. Anyway, yes. Uh, <laughs> All right. For another podcast. Anyway, it's synopsis. Blended families to free up the work. You know, everybody got work in, in concert. And yep. It ain't easy. It's, there's no fucking handbook for that shit. There should yeah. be. But there isn't one. And uh, step people. Be steps, man. Yeah. That's why you call step, because you're, you're a step. I don't know. To the side. <laughs> 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 You're like yeah. a step to the side. You're a side step. Yeah. So, you know, all the all the Johns and James and Peggy's and Tamika's out there, you know, just be step parents. Yeah. You know, be step parents. It's okay. You know, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Like, especially if you already had kids, like you, you experience being a father or a mother already. There's no reason to take somebody else's child. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. But anyway. So you got it. Yeah, that's it. Facebook and uh, Instagram if you ain't already. Follow us on Twitter too. All in the We Ain't Found. Hey, we're easy to find even though our name ain't We Ain't Found. Just perplexing. It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's weird. It's mm-hmm. topsy-turvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, never going back to Georgia. Uh, other than that, man, I think we're done. You know what it is? It's been We Ain't Found. Shit. 
We ain't found shit. It's a late ass motherfucker. For real, always. Always. And we out. Peace. Peace. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Court. You know what it is. Um, so, you've been listening to the episode for a little while. And you're wondering, why am I stepping in? Well, got some news to share with y'all. We talked about it on a past episode that we're going to be offering a subscription tier for people who want to get extra material. Yes, so there's, yes, yes. There's two ways to basically subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe through uh, ACAS Plus or you can subscribe through Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month, cancel anytime, uh, yada, 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 I know what the deal is. So yes, we do. Basically, with that, you'll get uh, exclusive content, so you'll get bonus material from that day's episode. Uh, you'll get never before or never seen or whatever uh, material. Like, I'm not going to show you my junk, but... I mean, know. I... Uh, gas it yeah, up, yeah, I mean, let's, you know... Let's, let's, let's not go that Yeah, far. I mean, you know... But what you will get... Is uh, keys to immortality? Yeah. I mean, if that's something that's important to you, chocolate chip winning cookies. lottery numbers. Yeah, we, uh, we had that too. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you're doing in life, but if you want to be rich, hey, I, I, I'll even give you your, your horoscope or whatever. Call me now with a <laughs> again. <laughs> Subscribe, five bucks a month. Two ways to do it: A class plus Patreon. We in this thing. This is we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit, which I definitely found. A way to hear us more, I guess. Exclusive. 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 Exclus